Hey folks, welcome to Paths to Restoration, the podcast that talks about the ways spiritual formation can save us from the influence of digital formation in our lives. And um, Ed Suzeski, the author of Reconnect, Spiritual Restoration from Digital Destruction. And uh, today I wanted to talk to you about the, the theme of waste again. We're kind of hitting on uh, wastefulness <laughs> in the month of March. And I, I wanted to talk about the idea of repentance and that, you know, maybe it's, it's too late. Like I've, I've lost too much. I've failed too much. Um, the idea of changing course. I, I preached this past Sunday at a church on uh, John three in, in particular, uh, the, uh, verses 14 through 21, where Jesus talks about the, the light and the darkness and, you know, are we moving toward the light or the darkness? Uh, which is, you know, a helpful thing to meditate on each day. Just, you know, am I, am I clearing a way to to move toward the light, or am I, you know, choosing darkness? And how can I, how can I move toward things that are, you know, that are in God's light? And how can God influence my mind and my actions today? You know, the the thing that I've been thinking about lately is how I, I you know, I just fail at things. I fail to make. Uh, space throughout the day for different things I want to do, things that are restorative. And it, it can just feel like, you know, you failed and I just can't, I can't do this anymore. Or, you know, I'm just not good at this. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to give up. And that's a big power of technology. I think today technology, it's, it's both appealing, but it's also just so easy, so easy to use. And so, you know, if everything that's good for you is hard, it feels like everything that's bad for you is easy. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's really hard to learn how to do uh, oil pastels. I can tell you from, you know, personal experience as I, you know, experiment with them and I had to learn about different kinds of paper, different kinds of pastels. You know, there are different pastels that are really good for beginners and some that are, you know, for experts. And as a beginner, it just looks like a blotch, you know, and I use it, but, you know, a more skilled person can get, you know, the finer edges and, and tones and values, right? So, you know, everything that is is bad, though, is just, you know, pick up your screen and just start scrolling, right? It's super easy. Uh, you know, and it, and it feels good in the moment, even though afterwards it isn't as satisfying and you don't really have anything, you haven't created anything. You know, it's never too late to, to change course, to repent, to uh, change your direction. I, I read an article this week uh, by Judy Wu Dominic about uh, social media. And, and it's titled, Why Substack? Why Now? But really the article is about why she's ditching social media and using Substack instead. And so the, the bulk of the time she spends talking not about the virtues of Substack, which is basically just an online newsletter service, but she's talking about why social media is so bad for us, why it's so bad for her and why she doesn't want to kind of feed the beast, so to speak. Um, you know, which that gets at something that I've, I think about a lot. I think a lot about how I want to create beauty. I want to like create dialogue and conversations. You know, I want to, I want to create good things with people, but at the end of the day though, the platforms are designed to be, you know, won by the most inflammatory, uh, the most divisive voices. So if you start a fight, you're going to draw a crowd. I mean, it's just the rule it doesn't matter where you're coming from, uh, what your beliefs are, what your ideology is, you know, if you can start fights good enough, then, and if you can get people outraged, if you can get people sad or afraid, they'll, they'll keep coming back for more. And you can look at, you know, the top, 
you know, the top uh, pages in Facebook, you know, top, you know, people are kind of grabbing attention. And it's all the people who do the most inflammatory stuff. Uh, it's usually about, you know, the liberals are coming to get you with, you know, they're coming to get you know, Dr. Seuss or coming to get, um, you know, your churches or whatever. Uh, yeah, there's, I think it's like seven or, the last time I saw it, it was like seven or eight of the top, you know, pages on Facebook where people kind of inflaming these partisan fears that are based in reality. Uh, you know, so even if we try to give positive content, you know, into these systems, they're still destructive systems. And, and, uh, Judy Wu Dominic just, you know, eviscerates <laughs> the social media platforms, especially Facebook and Twitter, and just the ways that they um, maximize, you know, this outrage economy, attention economy for profit. Um, the thing that I think a lot of us feel as we try to set these boundaries in our lives to kind of reset to to create space for for our family, for ourselves, for prayer, for doing good things, for creating, for, for creating good things in the world. You know, I feel like social media feels like something that we need. And what, that's why I really liked her article because she gets into like the reasons why, like, even if we think we need it, um, and even if it could benefit us, you know, the cost benefit, it's just staggering. It's the, the amount of damage that social media is doing right now in our society. I, I, believe her completely. I think she's absolutely right uh, that you know, it's doing so much damage to our relationships. Um, it's doing damage, you know, it's among our different groups and it just feels like we're gridlocked and there, there literally are two versions of reality. And, you know, if, if you can scream loud enough and if you can, you know, uh, get people angry or fearful enough, you can just tell them whatever you want. And that's what we've seen here in America for sure on social media. Uh, so, you know, it feels like we're kind of trapped though, because we have our, you know, our businesses have to be on social media. Our churches have to be on social media, you know, writers for crying out loud need to be on social media. Um, you, know, you need to interact with your fans. You need to, you know, sell books and it can work. You know, it, it, it can help people sell books. It can help with like, you know, especially with ebook promotions, it works, uh, to a certain degree. And uh, we, we, we connect with our family members on there. We share pictures. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get past that by like sharing like, you know, like a you know, private family photo group, you know, on iPhoto. Um, but, you know, so we feel like we can interact with our community. We can find out about events. All the, the businesses in my town have Facebook pages uh, <laughs> instead of web pages, you know. So, you know, just to be able to find some basic information in my, in my city, um, you really need to be on Facebook to, to learn about it. Uh, my church streams on Facebook on Sunday morning. It's something I hope we can change, but it's just our reality right now. So um, it feels like we're almost in this hostage situation where you know Facebook and Twitter and the other social media networks are saying like, if you want <laughs> to see your family, if you ever want to see your friends, if you ever want to know what's going on in your town, you need to get on us and give us your data and give us your time and you know then you can you can have what you want but we got to get what we want you know it becomes this kind of almost like abusive relationship where you know we have to be exploited in order to get kind of the basic connections that we feel like we need uh with people so you know this this means that if we're going to break free from these networks which are designed to kind of smash through our boundaries designed to overcome our willpower designed to you know beat 
beat back even our best intentions. Like we have to work especially hard. That's kind of the argument I make in Reconnect is that we need to think about the investment that these companies have made to capture our attention and then come up with our own countermeasures. And I think that, you know, having significant blocks, having significant times of fasting uh, can go a long way to helping us with that. But honestly, like, you know, based on my experience, um, boundaries are kind of like made to be broken. And there's always a reason uh, to to want to get on social media. I mean, just this morning, there was a, a report of an incident um, in my town, uh, you know, potentially like a active shooter near the university. And it sounds like it got resolved fine, but all the local, local news sites, you know, just had a base, the basic report that there was an incident. And, uh, you know, I knew that if I went on Twitter that I could find people, you know, posting more you know, accurate update updates. And so it made me pause. Like, I don't need to know the most current information. I just know to avoid a certain street. I'm going to be home anyway, working, but you know, I could think of a reason to like get on Twitter, <laughs> you know, and who knows what kind of time suck that would have been for me. Um, but you know, that, that feeling of dependency, you know, can, can be strong and powerful. And we can always think of a reason to, to get on social media, to, to find something out or to, to learn something or just to be entertained or, you know, the list goes on. And so for me, I feel like I have to be willing to fail. I have to fail in my attempts to put boundaries around myself. Uh, I have to try different things and, you know, keep trying new ways and then fail to new ways and, you know, learn something and then try again and to not give up, to not, you know, give in to kind of the hostage situation of, you know, it's either your, your attention or you won't see your, you know, give us your attention or you won't see your family and friends again. You know, like we need to, we need to figure out ways to stay connected with people that we love, to stay informed in our communities. Uh, without necessarily being at the mercy of social media all the time. I just, I just think that that's, that's an imperative right now. I feel like it's, you know, these, these social media tools are in a lot of ways breaking our society, breaking our, you know, communities and relationships. It's doing damage. It's, it's done so much damage already. And I've been trying to figure out ways to, you know, remain engaged, to be involved, you know, to be positive. Because uh, in the past, I feel like I've, probably caused plenty of problems. Um, you know, myself, I haven't been as reconciling and as constructive as I would like to be. I think I need to keep telling the truth about what's going on, but I also don't want to, you know, cause any unnecessary problems, uh, or, you know, conflict or divisions and it's failure. You know, it's just literally just, we have to keep failing and trying again. And, and so, you know, I think it's, it's all tied up in, our willingness to, to see our mistakes, to see our failures and to keep trying again and to, to realize that what we stand to gain right now, uh, is so much better than what we could lose. And, you know, to find a way to preserve our attention, to preserve our time, to preserve, um, our relationships as they are, you know, without being deteriorated any further by social media, social division, um, and so that's, I, I highly recommend Judy Wu Dominic's, uh, article, why Substack, why now, um, it's on Substack, but it's a great read and it's, it's really helped me. It, it very succinctly puts forward the reasons why we should be suspicious and wary of social media right now. And, you know, 
take stock of the impact it's having on our communities and our relationships. And, uh, you know, I, I hope you give it a read. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in this week's newsletter for my website. Um, that's edsuzeski.com. Thanks so much for dropping by today. Have a good day.